Welcome to the VPR Cafe. I'm Rick Singeri. Farming is hard work, even when we're talking about a small vegetable farm in Burlington's Innervale. So what do you do when you're ready to hand over the reins of a farm to someone else? Melissa Passanen is a freelance journalist and contributor to the food section of Seven Days, and she's here to tell us about one such farm that recently did just that. Melissa, it's great to have you back at the VPR Cafe. A pleasure to talk with you, as always, Rick. It's been great to have you here for six years, (laughs) Melissa. We're talking about Half Pint Farm. What is the operation like there? So Mara and Spencer Welton are the couple who established this little farm, as its name promises, Half Pint Farm, in 2003 in Burlington's Intervale. And they were able to do that through the nonprofit's Farm Incubator Program, which we'll talk about in a moment. They had previously served in the Peace Corps. They're originally from Colorado. Um, Spencer was actually attending graduate school in sustainable systems, which included agriculture, when they came to Burlington for him to go to a workshop, and they fell in love and decided to move here. And so over the past 16 years, they carved out a niche in the growing local vor scene by meticulously nurturing a diversity, very wide diversity of vegetables. And they also invested a lot in customer relationships. They did expand from their original half acre to 2.5 acres still in the intervail, but that still makes them very small. And today they're on a lot of, you know, the best restaurants in the area from Richmond Kitchen Table Bistro to Hen of the Wood in Burlington. And they are known at the Burlington Farmer's Market for their absolutely gorgeous displays of, you know, pink and white radishes. They look like the cheeks of those old china dolls and mm. jewel-toned tomatoes. And they have funky stuff like spiky cardoons. And then, oh, those very beautiful, delicate golden squash blossoms. And why have the Weltons decided that it's time to get out of this business? Well, I think we, for some reason, assume that when people are farmers, they're farmers for life. And like a lot of things, sometimes people are ready to move on. You know, Mara said to me they'd met all of their goals. And they were trying to kind of explore what their next options were. But farming is such an all-in kind of business and lifestyle that they weren't able to step back while they wanted to think about what their future held. This is the VPR Cafe. I'm Rick Singeri. With me today is freelance food writer Melissa Passanen. We're discussing the sale of Half Pint Farm in Burlington's Intervale. Melissa, who's taking over the farm? So another couple about the same age as Mara and Spencer were when they started, which um, everyone thinks is pretty cool, Emily and Sean Mitchell. They're actually both originally from Bennington County. Um, And Emily worked in healthcare, but she was looking for a change and moved up here to maybe go to school. But then she started working for Mara and Spencer at Half Pint three years ago, well, actually four years ago, because she worked for three seasons for them before taking over the farm and just fell in love with it. Um, Sean, interestingly, comes from a very different angle. He has been working in restaurants since he was a teenager, started as a dishwasher and worked his way up and most recently was cooking at Hen of the Wood in Burlington. So Mara and Spencer, when they kind of realized that they couldn't focus on what was next for them while they had their heads so deep in the current project work, um, They approached Emily and said, well, how would you feel about managing the farm? And we'll sort of take a step back. We'll still own it. And Emily said, well, how would you feel about us buying it? You know, she said they've been trying to figure out how they could do something similar to Half Pint that wasn't Half Pint. Sean was ready to take a break from sort of the intensity of restaurant kitchens. 
And they talk about it like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Emily says, like, it's like we got the golden ticket. We got the chocolate factory. And the Weltons, in turn, were thrilled to be able to kind of hand over their baby. That's how they worded it to someone that they trusted who knew what she was getting into. What are some of the challenges of this deal? So it's a really interesting case because the Intervale incubator system, uh, you know, which was one of the things that drew the Weltons originally to Burlington, um, is an awesome program that doesn't really exist in the same way anymore. It offered an affordable lease on land near all these amazing potential, both, you know, you and me customers at the farmer's market right. and restaurants. It already had an established community of farmers who could mentor new younger farmers. It had the infrastructure. It had shared equipment like coolers and washrooms. So that's all awesome. But the flip side is that 16 years in, you don't have those sort of tangible assets on a balance sheet that bring monetary value to a business. So what are you selling and what are you buying? And the Mitchells worked with this guy, Kevin Chanel, who's a farm business specialist with the Intervale Center's Ag Services team, and they offer statewide farm business planning and coaching. You know, he said, it is a thriving, profitable business in the backyard of Burlington's culinary market. But the question is, what are you actually buying? How'd they make it work? So they had to be flexible. Um, they did not end up getting any traditional financing, which is one of the challenges, right? Because banks should, heaven forbid, you default on your loan. Banks need to have something they can sell, and there really isn't anything in this yeah. case. So as Kevin, the farm business specialist, said, you know, there are definitely soft assets on the positive side of the balance sheet, things like Half Pint's brand, reputation, deep customer relationships, and proven production systems, which to anyone in the farming world will appreciate the value of those. There are excellent records and strong advising team, and the Weltons were willing to sort of stay involved and be advisors. So that's all huge. So the Weltons ended up financing um, the sale themselves, and they're doing it at a no interest rate, five-year loan, and they're very sensitive to the seasonal swings of income. So they're also accommodating that. So this is a deal obviously built on relationships. Are the Mitchells planning on changing anything? Not a whole lot. You know, obviously they're new people and they're going to have to, you know, build their own relationships with restaurants and customers. But Half Pint has an amazing variety of varieties, as in vegetables, um, like 400 that they grow. Like they're where you go when you want this, you know, very unique Italian squash or, or whatever. So they're adding a few of those and a couple that I'm really interested to see at the market this year. There's a type of tomato um, that resembles a fused bunch of grapes and you can like pull off the pieces of the tomato. Oh, and then some peppers. I am not such a hot and spicy person, but Sean is really excited about something called the Apocalypse Scorpion Pepper, which is apparently more spicy than the super spicy Carolina Reaper and Trinidad Scorpion. So, I mean, as Sean said, you know, we have this leg up because we did buy this brand. So why would we mess with that? Melissa Passanin is a freelance journalist and food writer. Melissa, thanks for joining us at the VPR Cafe. Always delicious to be here, Rick.